0: Alrighty, so we are ready to do yet another podcast. As I am just roaming about the country, right? Just roaming, riding around. No, I'm not roaming about the country. I'm, I'm actually, you know, doing my normal daily thing. But, and speaking about normal daily things, right? So we've got we've got a president who I mean from a moral compass standpoint he has not right I mean it, it is an actual it show right and there, there's no other way to describe it but here's the, here's the sad thing no matter what no matter what he does I mean, when he said, when he said that he could shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square or Fifth Avenue, wherever he wanted to shoot the person, he could do it at both places, right? And he could get away with it. People were like, oh, this arrogant dog. Oh my God. Is he, is he really that bad? Yeah. But not only is he really that bad, he's really that smart. Because I'm watching interviews, right? I'm watching people talking to reporters. And they're asking him, because he's been writing this whole thing is you can't impeach me, right? Because the economy's doing good. Who who's ever impeached somebody and the economy's doing good, right? Hey Bill Clinton. But that, I mean, you know. He asked the question, right? <laughs> And so Now The economy's not doing so good It it looks like the first warning sign Has been sent This crazy thing where it's like The long term bonds The 10 year bonds Are not yielding as high Or they're they're projected not to yield as high As the 2 year bonds Last time that happened Was in 2007 And we all know what happened after that Yes, sir. And it it wasn't just any kind of recession either. It was a big one. That has taken us all this time to quote-unquote recover from, right? So anyway, this president now is looking at the economy. And here's a classic example of why it's an it show, right? So... You know, it's like, word gets out that the president is looking at trying to, uh, I mean, the feds have already dropped rates, right? And then he's trying to consider a tax cut. Well, when reporters wanted to confirm that rumor, it's like, no, he's not going to do that. And then, turn around and said, the president said, yeah, he, he, he. He did talk about it, but he ain't really talking about it. He said all things are on the table, but I'm not really pushing that. Whatever. Whereas you had a staff person on live television say, no, we're not, we didn't even discuss that. And then within 30 seconds said yeah, we did discuss it. These are the type of people that we have in Washington. These are the type of people that we have in an administration that's supposed to be representing the United States of America. And yet it's still, no matter what, these people who voted for this dude are going to vote for him again, again, they're going to vote for him again, no matter what. And so now that the economy is back, he's going around, now he's giving speeches saying, "Well." Uh, if you vote for me, the economy is gonna go down. If you vote against me, brother, if you don't vote, if you don't support me, the economy is gonna go down. Right? It's already going down. It ain't it really been great. With you, you ain't done nothing. You've been riding off Obama's coattail ever since you done set your fat butt up there. You ain't done nothing. You did one tax cut. One. And it wasn't the sweeping tax cut that we expected. You made sure somehow y'all figured it out. I don't know how you did that. I don't know how you were capable of doing that, Or maybe you just got lucky. But it seems as though that all the states that voted against you seem to have suffered more with this tax cut than any other state. I don't know. Maybe you were thinking about New York and figured it would have the same effect in California and a few other places, right? But what you did was that you, yeah, you raised the deduction, but you cut off all the other deductions. And not on the rich folks, on the poor people, on the working class people, on the middle class people. That's who you cut the deductions on. You gonna limit how much of a deduction we can write off for property tax, really? Anyway, you know, he, yeah, so he hadn't really done anything to really boost the economy other than say that he's boosting it, and Wall Street was playing along with that lie, they were, they were giving him some latitude with that lie, they were, you know, just chugging along, chugging along, didn't matter about people working two three jobs didn't matter about folks being dropped off of their unemployment because they couldn't find work you know never mind all that you know it's just all been about the narcissism party and what he looks like sounds like how he's doing on TV who's covering him who's not covering him what polls, so he's winning. What polls, so he's not winning. All that stuff. He don't give a damn about nothing, nothing, nothing. And 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 of all the things, right? As as most despots, are, he he doesn't give a damn about people. He really doesn't give a damn about anything except now that he's in control, wanting to stay, right? And so he's doing things He is saying things He is I mean So he threw out a little nugget Right He threw out a little nugget And said that Any Jewish person that supports The Democratic Party In the next election Is not loyal to Israel Not loyal to their religion he said there's a sign of disloyalty is what he said right but truth of the matter is the exact truth of the matter is that's the same thing they were using or I believe this guy named Hitler said something like that Back in the 30s, the 1930s, he said something to the effect that the Jews were not loyal to the state, right? And it was this this comedian, this lady named Randy Singer, who threw that out there. And so it's like, people are watching, people are watching what this man is saying, people are paying attention. He doesn't think so. He thinks because he's fooled a good number of people that he's fooled everybody. And it's really irritating to him that he has not. It's really irritating to him that there are voices of dissent against him. It's really irritating to him to actually believe that people don't like him, despise him. We actually had some guy running for the Illinois State Senate to at a fundraiser. a fundraiser want to mimic an assassination of the president. That's how far it's gone. Now, that's utterly stupid for any elected official to in any way infer or suggest that the president of the United States should be suggest assassinated, even in the form of satire. That's not smart. Right? That, that gets view a visit from the Secret Service. Right? That you you are in jeopardy of not being allowed to serve. It doesn't matter how much money you raise; they won't let you run for re-election. Re- and again, we ain't trying to kill nobody. We ain't trying to kill nobody. We're not, All right? But we don't want this SOP as president no more. We don't want that. And and again. There is no reason for white people to be angry, especially white men. There's no reason for them to be angry. And this is the reason why. Because the most irrational, idiotic, craziest man was given the reins of power. And, and he wants to be like all the rest of these guys in history, he wants to be that dude. Right, and um, I don't know. You know, I don't know what what it will take. I, I think there's nothing. No matter what happens, no matter what goes on, that dude, he's gonna have people voting for him. He's gonna have at least 30 to 40 percent of the population voting for him again, no matter what. They asked this woman, they said, ma'am, if the if the economy, the president has been touting the economy as his strength, if the economy goes bad, will you still vote for him? She said yes. She said yes, she would still vote for him. if it meant her losing her job she said yeah now there's some hope there are some people that say well if the economy goes bad he, I have to think about it so my question right if he has been a total embarrassment right? and then there's some people that don't understand politics so bad they, they have no political advocacy whatsoever other than the fact that somebody tells them to vote, right? They, you know, that they'll just go ahead and, and, and vote for this guy. They think what he's doing is great. They think him calling out and disrespecting women of color who happen to be members of Congress, they think that's okay. They think it's okay for him to say, Well, since you won't sell me Greenland, I'm not going to show up in your country for our planned visit. We'll just cut that out. And thanks for expressing how you really feel, because that just saved me a lot of money. And you had a taxpayer of America, a lot of money flying me, Air Force One, all that. Does it offset all the times that you've been playing golf on Air Force One? Does it offset all that time? How dare you talk about saving the taxpayer's money and you've been playing golf for 220 days, maybe? Of your presidency? And needless to say, you're not playing golf at congressional, you're not playing golf at some municipal course. you're playing at the golf cultures that you own, right? Oh, just seems a little off, but despite all that, you know, there was, I can't remember the exact line, but it was a scene, if you've seen the, if you saw the first Avengers movie, right, and there's a scene where Loki is in Germany, and he is showing his, he's making his presence known to the world at this particular point, he's already killed somebody and, and he's he's in, in in the crowd of people and he tells them to kneel he tells them to kneel and they start kneeling and he says doesn't that feel natural this is the way you're supposed to be right in a sense I, I I'm not I'm not looking at the exact script, but that, that's kind of the gist of it, right? He's basically saying this is the way human beings are supposed to be. They're supposed to just fall fall for anything, worship it, respect it, all that kind of stuff. Right? And then Captain America shows up. And, you know. But it's, it's like, <laughs> that's the way Donald Trump is. And that's the way his supporters are. You know, Donald Trump has mesmerized them with his propaganda and his rhetoric and his PR machine that he is this great businessman and he's this great economic advisor and he's this, you know, strong-willed guy, you know, John Wayne type that's gonna change Washington yada, yada, yada. And he doesn't done any of that. Not a thing. People are scrambling. People are trying to say, oh, he did this. No, he did not. Everything that you say he's done is a lie. He has done nothing except the tax cut and bully people with tariffs. I mean, he got Kim Jong-un to at least talk to a U.S. president face to face because of tariffs, of sanctions, right? But the dude that he needed to be sanctioning, he he believes that he didn't have nothing to do with the election because he said so to his face. <laughs> y- y'all get that, right? Y'all y'all get this. And I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I want America to wake the hell up right? I want y'all to wake the hell up, especially white Americans, right? Because, well, let me just, let's just go to break. Let's just go to break, and I'll come back on the other side, and, I, and I'll explain why I say that in a blanket statement, right? I mean, everybody needs to wake the hell up. Everybody does, right? It's in your best interest, because if you wake the hell up, you'll stop killing each other in the black community and start focusing in on and how you're gonna move the community forward, first step is elect some people that's gonna fight for you in these halls of government. Make sure you fill out the census, right? And put the guns down, put the drugs down. Let's do that, right? But we need to be engaged. We need to start trusting each other, right? I'm just talking to black folks right now. We need to start trusting each other. We need to start paying attention to what we need collectively as a group. Instead of start thinking about, well, I got mine, you get yours. You ain't got the luxury to say that. White folks have been thinking they've had the luxury to say that, but you definitely don't have the luxury to say that, right? And we struggling. Latino community is struggling too. Asian Pacific Islander community is doing a little better, right? But they got to they gotta fall into certain stereotypes and certain lines, right? But at least all of those groups other than us, you know, their, their original culture from their original countries, they were able to maintain it. We've had to create an African-American culture since we've been here, right? Anyway, but I ain't really trying to get on black folks today but I throw those out there because we've got people that think that Donald Trump is so good that everybody else is bad. No, there are bad things going on in the black community, there are bad things going on all over America. But in that White House, it is absolutely terrible. And we're going to finish discussing that on the other side. All right, coming back. So the reason why I wanted to break it off because I didn't know how long I was going to rant about it, (laughs) right? Because there's another piece to it, too, and that's why I kind of got into the, the accountability and the black community piece. Because the folks that supposedly we're supposed to be voting for Democratic Party of the United States, whoever their nominee is, we're supposed to be voting for them, right? Because that person, whoever that person is, is way better than the person that is currently occupying the White House right now. And somebody, somebody got a, maybe it was this Ben Shapiro dude, right? Who, um, Try to say that nobody, Donald Trump is the only person, or George Bush, well, George Bush, George W. Bush, and Donald Trump are the only presidential people, presidents that have been called illegitimate, right? And so, <laughs> here's the deal, Ben, and I, you know, you're a young fellow, and, you know, obviously they, they said that you qualify for Mensa, I guess, I don't know, you, somebody said you were smart, and you believe that, and that's okay, that's good that you have self-esteem, right? But, If you understand, you do understand that the Supreme Court put George W. Bush in. And the only reason why George W. Bush did not turn out to be the disaster that a lot of Democrats thought was because of two events, 9-11 and Katrina. And they both happened, right? Right after he got swore in, pretty much. It was like September 2001, his first year in office, 9-11 happens. August 2005 right after he's re-elected Katrina happens so it's like as he's in the groove and saying okay well we're gonna do this and we're gonna do no you're not right so that's where the illegitimacy stuff came in when he first got elected when he got re-elected I mean he beat Kerry heads up wasn't even close right so yeah people were blaming Kerry for that election oh and the swift boat boat veterans right uh that guy who Kerry demolished on television back in the 60s right on the mike douglas show and all that stuff right uh 60s 70s whatever it was like he demolished his dude go back and look at it right there's a marine there's a guy in a marine uniform and John Kerry and his fatigue, his, his combat fatigue, literally obliterates this man on television. Just blows him, blows him away, right? What not a fair fight, but so be it. <laughs> Kerry blew him away anyway, right? So this dude carried that grudge all the way, all the way until John Kerry stuck his neck out there to run for president. And then guess what happened, boys and girls? That same Marine, that Marine who got eviscerated, organized a group called the Swift Bo- Boat Veterans. He organized it, he got the pack together, he found some other guys that were disgruntled like he was about John Kerry and was looking to be vengeful about Kerry running for president, gonna get him back and got him back. Ran this, this 527 campaign, uh, 527 pack campaign that, that basically Derailed John Kerry He couldn't recover from that Almost to the equivalency of George H.W. Bush When Rollins Atwater and uh, What's the other boy's name Oh uh, uh, Roger Ailes Yeah Him When they put that together that Willie Horton ad Right to derail caucus. Yeah But That's where that illegitimate came from but there was another, there was a president that was called illegitimate, right? Mr. Shapiro. His name was Barack Obama. And the guy who was currently president is the one who was saying he was illegitimate because he kept saying he wasn't even born here. And even to the point where he was going to get Joe Apio, hire Joe Apio to investigate it. A public official doing private investigation work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You remember that, Mr. Shapiro? Do you remember that? Okay, all right. Well, if you don't, I get it. But the truth is, is that y'all keep wanting to act like y'all were nice to Barack Obama. You were not. Y'all were the mean people And and you were so mean and so angry That you elected this incompetent nut To be the damn president of the United States now That's how mad you were About Barack Obama being in there, That you elected a Donald Trump -er To be in there, And and God help us That we can get him out In a regular process Cause I got a feeling He gonna do something crazy if he don't win this election. I really do. I think the people. I think he's 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 ginning thing, everything up. So if he the inevitable happens and he gets beat, that these people are gonna lose their minds. And stuff is going to happen. And you're not gonna like our response to it. <laughs> so let's be clear. Go ahead and be crazy if you want to. You ain't going to like our response to it. That's all I'm going to say about it. Be crazy if you want to. You can try to sell that wolf ticket to somebody, but you ain't going to sell it to me. (laughs) Amen, church. That's how we roll around here. We're not going to do that. We're not going to take that. From you or anybody else. But that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get that kind of fervor going to protect and even just to insinuate that right it's all a strategy it's like now we got to have him no we don't we ain't gotta have him we had 44 presidents before him why we got to have him right nonetheless nonetheless So, the other thing, real quickly, I guess, now, to pick up. Now that the Democrats are offering all these things, and I'm looking at these polls, and we're watching the polls, and then there was a a poll recently that just basically asked the question, what is more important? Policy issues? Or getting Donald Trump out of office? And this is a question asked of Democrats. And the majority of the people say, guess what? Get him out of office. Get him out. They don't care. So whereas Elizabeth Warren, Warren has been gaining points for detailing plans and showing what she that she's really seriously thought about being president and she's got all these different ideas, she's trailing Joe Biden, who... Joe may may not know what's going on, right? You know, I mean, you're talking about Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Donald Trump—they're all in the same age group. They're all in their seventies, and all the younger people that the millennials were kind of hoping for—not happening. Now, the millennials that think that it's important to beat Donald Trump more so than the policy, those are the ones that are lining up with Sanders or Warren, and Warren and Sanders are basically splitting their votes. If if one of the other drops out, they'll get those other votes, and they'll be ahead of Biden. It'll be neck and neck, actually. They will have like 30%, well, 29% of the vote, and, and Biden will have 28% according to that poll, right? Because Sanders and Warren is the same candidate. Just different genders. Because they're in the same age group. Same part of the country, along with Biden. They're all New Englanders. Right? And so, the folks from Jersey, and California, and Indiana, and Colorado governor and dropped out, You know, uh, all these other places ain't 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 clicking. Once you get past Warren, the top two are Buttigieg and 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 uh, Harris, and they're combined ten percent of the of the vote, and that's a drop for Harris of twelve points. was at least at 17 the highest she ever got she was still trailing Biden so that means that, that says that the most important thing for Democrats is to get Trump out and the most important person is the one that they believe can beat Trump and that's another old white man right So the patriarchal thing kicks in because Biden is getting more black votes than the black candidates combined. Not even close. Bernie Sanders is getting more votes, black votes, than the black candidates combined. Right? Elizabeth Warren is getting more votes than the black candidates. Not combined, but he's getting more votes. Right. So, it's, it's looking like that we're going to have a white man as president. The trick is, is it's going to be a white man that has no idea what he's doing and has proven that he has no idea what he's doing and he's trying to rally continue to rally and rile up other angry white men to terrorize and pillage the country in every way, shape, and form, right? Or is it going to be another old white man whose claim to fame at this point was he was the vice president for the first black president and that he served in federal government for like 40 years And uh, he has, quote-unquote, evolved from negotiating with segregationists to now pushing a more progressive agenda. And, like I said, serving with the first black president ever. I like Joe Biden. So if he's a nominee, I'm voting for him. Surprise, surprise, everybody, Right? Um, if we were in a party neutral world I'd vote for any of those folks that's running right now other than Donald Trump. I'd even vote for Mark Sanford over Donald Trump. And that's saying a lot. If those were my only two choices Mark Sanford and Donald Trump governor who abdicated his position to chase some woman in argentina right who managed to get re-elected to congress by the way <laughs> after he had to give up the governorship right but he got he got elected to another position so i'd rather but he admitted that he did it right so i'd rather deal with him than deal with a guy that never admits to doing anything ever he lies about everything right so you know white folks y'all got it and again this is the reason why there's no reason for white people to be angry about anything because it looks like the top two choices are going to be two old white men so what the hell are y'all mad about the hell are you angry about y'all still going to be in charge right It's either going to be an old white Democrat or old white Republican. You're still going to be in charge. So what the hell are you mad about? What? There's nothing for you to be mad about. Other than the fact that now you got people like me and a whole bunch of others who ain't going to just let you walk with that. So what if you're angry? I don't give a damn. I'm going to call you out on your BS every day, every chance I get, right? Whether I have this platform or not, I'm going to call you on your BS. I just want this platform to be heard so that people will stop falling for your BS too because there's no reason for you to be angry, none. That is BS. You got it. Is either going to be an old white man, Democrat, or old white man, Re- Republican. It's going to be the President of the United States again. So you have no reason to be angry. Black people, they could be angry. But I think we're more on defense right now. Those of us who understand who our real enemy is, right? Because no matter how you slice it, no matter how barbaric the black-on-black crime is, no matter how deficient black people are as far as education and wealth and all that stuff, American institutional racism played a part in that. A major part. And still is. And we're going to eradicate it. We're going to shut it down. We're going to defeat white nationalism, white supremacy, put those people in jail where they're supposed to be put and totally eradicate it from our lexicon just like the Germans totally eradicated Nazism, right? Or at least tried to. But we're going to eradicate it. We're going to do it. Because going back to the people who Despite the economy failing and despite all these other things and Donald Trump lying and this, that, other, they're going to vote for him. The only reason, the only reason why they're voting for him is because they have been indoctrinated in American institutional racism. They're victims, too. And they don't realize they're victims. They think they're doing this of their own free will. And maybe they are, which sends a message about who they are, Right. But the reality is, is that it's it's your own free will based on your education or lack thereof. And if if the any of you are sports fans, right, why would you keep supporting somebody that's a loser? Right? Yeah, so Okay, he got the job. He's the president of the United States. Woohoo, right? But what has he done for you lately? Coaches that have taken teams to Super Bowls have gotten fired. Not all of them get to write off in the sunset because (laughs) it's all about what have you done for me lately? And if people are really, really serious about this, if people really, really give a damn about this, if people really, really are educated about this, ask yourself that question about Donald Trump. What has he done for you lately? See if it warrants your vote. Until next time.